Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 61 Fuck Cancer. before we started the podcast. Claire, we already face. started the podcast. Well, well we've already started recording, so you're too late. We've but already to do the intro. started the podcast. <laughs> no, we haven't. Not the cold we open. never stopped the podcast. This is the cold <laughs> open. You're, you've been in the cold open the whole time. Ah! <laughs> the real cold open was the Eli's we made along the way. Boy, how did we, we Can someone it, just yeah, welcome back to Steam Power Scoundrels already? What was wrong well, with I feel you, like Eli? Someone needs to inherit Dave's thing from way back early in the podcast, where he would die between each session, and then we'd resurrect him. And I figured we need- that'd be Eli, because he's already sad. We should force should resurrect be, Dave. I think it should be Victoria, because I'm not a Resurs player. You're going to get cast no, over. That's see, close it, enough. It can't be me, because I'm the one who has to resurrect the person. Mm-hmm. Yep, she's got you there. Yeah. You're not a resurrectionist. You're a resurrectionist minion. (laughs) (laughs) Named flesh construct, Eli. (laughs) I would say that hurts, but then, like, that means I get all the cool upgrades. Exactly. We'll totally put the whisper on you. Totally. Then you just have to worry about whose voice the whisper sounds like. Steve Buscemi. I I was going to go with Gilbert Godfrey, but I like that one. I was worried that you were going to say it was you. It's Roman and all puns all the time. <laughs> I understand why everyone's so going normal mad. Roman. Yeah. I get it. Every resurrection master now gets a pat. All of them. Everything. Everything the whisper says is in limerick form. Oh no! <laughs> all the all <laughs> the necromancy puns? grimoires and Malifaux are just books full of puns. Oh God, no! I'm quitting Malifaux. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. No, I'm you not. don't play wrestlers. It's fine. <laughs> Why but I exist in the same space as he puns in his brain all day. I get it now. <laughs> but I really understand him after that. <laughs> it really puts it all in perspective. What it's a relatable voice, actually. <laughs> and welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels. <laughs> that is our cold open. Oh, I'm your host. Is that like a ten-minute cold open? Daddy Douglas Scoundrels. I'm not answering it's that like question. It's like a warm open. And with Three, me is the always four minute, four ornery Eli Greason. <laughs> and Roman, but with glasses. Gotta block that blue light. That's just second and edition Roman. And human Velcro pad, Nate. That's true. That's very true. And Resurrectionista Victoria. Okay, so does that mean I make coffee, or is that the feminine of Resurrectionist? That that's what I was thinking. Spicy feminine of Resurrectionist. It implies the skill of a barista (laughs) with the power of necromancy and the payment of a barista. What that means is you're the one running the Resurrect coffee shop that Molly and Karai keep meeting at. There it is. (laughs) Okay, so I'm the Resurrectionist coffee shop AU. Background yes. character, excellent. Also, also, everyone for the memes just keeps coming in, going, "Hey, can I get that uh, that coffee, but with grave dirt?" Ugh, delicious, very gritty. And I kill every single one of them. 
Good. I don't think that matters much. It yeah. doesn't, because it's the resurrectionist coffee shop. Mm-hmm. It's just good customer service for the others at that point. You yeah. just resurrect them and they go, can I get the coffee with the grave dirt? <laughs> <laughs> I fear your Molly orders just a plain black coffee and does not care about anything else. <laughs> however, if she's with, however, if she's with something, someone, she'll order what they're ordering, but it doesn't really matter because you can't really taste it. And it is kind of hilarious to watch you give her, like, the hottest fucking coffee as possible, and she'll just pour it down her throat. She I makes feel alive. satisfying noises. Why would I forget about it until it's ice cold and then has to get it microwaved, like, four times? Oh. Oh. Uh, I, I, I want to think... disagree. I think Molly buys the cutest looking baked good and then stares at it sadly because she can't taste it. Oh. Oh. Like, we're... Like those tiered cakes with the strawberries and the flowers and stuff. Uh, She'll get that and then, like, stare at it. Okay, you know what? Longingly. I wish I, I could taste buds. She, she has to be able to taste things, because if Archie is in love with ice cream... Uh, you how, know? How can you explain that if, uh, yeah. Yeah, if they can't taste, why does Archie care about yep. ice cream? Unless he Except enjoys the brain freeze somehow? I mean, he I is... Mean, he does have numbskull. <laughs> he does have numbskull! That's exactly where I was going. We could never get away from that. You know, what if we gave Archie numbskull? Right? Big plays. Uh, welcome back to <laughs> Steam Powered Scoundrels. Ha ha, that for a first opening was actually part of the cold open. <laughs> we did a second cold open. We have to Bamboozled ya. <laughs> you have all to right. reintroduce all of us now. Uh, I'm your host... Let's not. Let's do that the guy. <laughs> next to me, next to me, technically up the stairs and to the left is that girl on the podcast. The token girl. The token girl. The token girl, and we appreciate your efforts. <laughs> and talking is that guy that paints way too much. Ugh. God, that guy. <laughs> Got him. Ugh. And uh, next in line, I guess, if we're going left to right, is that guy who has replaced his personality with puns. Bold of you to assume I had one previously. <laughs> Build the void where a personality should be. Much and more speaking is Captain Ceiling Fan. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it off! Nah, it's still so going, going, my guy. <laughs> I turned, I turned off it the on low. It's just not as loud. <laughs> We're gonna be talking. Ugh. We're gonna be talking about our charity weekend we had last week. Yeah, uh, last week to us, not last week to you. This isn't live. Unfortunately. But, yeah, it was. It was pretty fucking successful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Much fun was had. Uh, a lot Many of fun was had. We've already like. I'm sure I've just said this multiple times if you're in the same circles as I am, but we're going to be running it again next year. We're looking at a date. It does not look like the um, one gaming con that Des Moines has will not be happening. Or sorry, it it doesn't look like the one gaming con will be happening. Sorry, I think I gave you a double negative there. You did. <clears throat> so we are free to schedule it whenever the heck we want, so it'll be in sometime in June again, because there's not a lot of things going on in June. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so yeah. instead of going in chronological order, um, we're going to go in order of excitement, I think. 
How are we supposed to determine that? <laughs> it seems relative. We're going with the, um, excitement from me. <laughs> yeah, because okay. Doug gets um, to choose. Yeah, I'm currently running this, this particular episode. So Doug gets to choose. And I'm going to start with the regular old bare bones tournament. I'm going to go make myself a drink real quick then. Nice. Yeah. You go on. So the Voxcasters Open ended up being 12 people. Um, it was a GG, th- we're in th- season three, right? I'm, yeah, I haven't gone completely insane. Okay, GG3. <clears throat> Tournament originally was going to be five rounds, but once we found out we only had 12 people, we decided, you know what, let's just make it a day. Tournament, and then people that came in from out of town had a chance to, like, go home earlier than they were intending to. And on Sunday, we ended up just playing some Bonanza Brawls, so that was nice. Overall, the reason it's, like, my lowest on the excitement level is because I didn't make the game. <laughs> I mean, there were some other th- there were some other things that was made it less exciting for me. I mean, I'll admit I was expecting more than 12 people, especially since we had 11 on Friday for the throw money at the charity event, which I assumed would have considerably lower turnout, because you have to spend, or you don't have to spend money, you're just encouraged to, because it's going to a charity, and People would not stop throwing cash at me. It was, it was great. So, it was fun. Uh, but yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. But, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get there. It was, it was a very worthy event. <laughs> so, yeah, mild, mild sadness that it was 12 people. But hey, 12 is still a respectable number, and we'll have, definitely have more next year. I'll admit I was mildly disappointed in the f- format, because honestly, I was told that a certain meta would only consider showing up if it was tour legal, and so we made it tour legal even though we wanted to do GG all, and people, no one from that meta ended up showing up. More is the pain. They missed out on a good time. And but, we hope to see uh, them next year. At, before, the <laughs> before the event, we actually found out that apparently GG all is legal for the tour? Sort of? The, the Basically, the website isn't that concrete about it, and the people running it said, oh, we thought it was. So, next year we'll be doing plenty of GGL stuff, because I think we're all just getting a little little tired yeah, it's of good GG3. Yeah, and especially by, by, by June in the season, you've done enough of whatever the current GG is that, like, start making some old shit, see what happens. Fuck it. <laughs> and then a bit of an issue with uh, one of the players on the podium. Um, not going to get into that too much, although I might say something later. Anyways, uh, we had the rounds. There was originally five rounds. Each one of us did a round. So we went and sacrificed Doug's and Eli's round to make it a three-round tournament. The first one was Romans. He picked Standard, Carver Path, Set the Trap, Sabotage, Public Demonstration, Vendetta, and Secret Meetup. <sighs> Why did I do that in one breath? I don't know. I, don't know. I liked it, though. You yeah. don't have to do all the rounds <laughs> like that now. I'd like, to, I'd like to point out that when you asked each of us to put in a round, I was the first person to give you my. I was the very first person, and mine got cut. Yep. This is I, why, I, I, looking at you, Roman, this is why I'm not decisive. <laughs> I assumed mine was going to be cut. Sorry, go on, Victoria. I assumed mine was going to be cut, because it was the but yours was round. so good! It was yeah, so it was good. good! That was my favorite round! I, uh, I gave you the last round because I figured Eli could get the championship round, because he always seems to be like, the guy who I end up announcing last. So like, you know what, let's put Eli first. He gets like the last the most important round. 
and then it ended up backfiring. I'm sorry. Rip. I love you, Eli. Oh. Focus on the app. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anyone have who played in this? Not me. I was running it, and not even running it that much. Kyle Bodie, the 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 nice Kyle Bodie, was like, you know what? I'll ring if you need a ringer. Otherwise, I'll just help with judging. And that's what he did. So I guess we could have had thirteen. Right. Nate, go yeah. first. Uh, this is round one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so this was actually uh, my second game against uh, Serendipity. Um, we had round one of both days, <laughs> uh, which was a delight, honestly. And let's see. What did I play into this round? I don't have anything saved because I'm a horrible, horrible goblin. Uh, I played Brewmaster. I played Brewmaster 2 into this one against Sandeep 2, um, which was a lesson. Um, my takeaways from this were don't get caught up just trying to fight a rail golem for three turns or a metal yes. golem for three turns against Sandeep 2, who can just... I saw an ox mage on the table. You know what it did? It removed the, all of the metal golem's poison every turn. And then Sandy peeled the metal golem for like four or six or something dumb. And I was right back to square one with that thing. Um, and that ended up in a tie. I don't remember what it was, like four or four or something. Because it was Brewmaster versus Sandeep, so it was very much like we kind of hit at the middle and got stuck on each other. <laughs> it was like a good game. Sexy stuck or uh well, it depends on your feelings. <laughs> well, if the metal golem is made of a dryer, <laughs> which the vent steam makes sense, and a bunch of drunken goblins count as your stepsister, then yeah, exactly <laughs> your metaphor works. Okay. I like it. <laughs> That's basically what happened until I realized, wait, why am I fighting this thing? Divert forces. <laughs> Go around the giant metal monster, please. I mean, I mean, please get stuck to my big scary thing is the main playstyle I go with, so appreciate you're still falling for it. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't played know, in a while. Some, some, sometimes you just, you just fall into it and you're like, why am I doing this? What is wrong with me? I have like five models <laughs> trying to fight this thing. No joke. It was like Brewmaster, Whiskey Golem, Shoujo, a Whiskey Gammon, and my fermented monk, who River Monk, who was trying to get around everybody to get to the back line to score his vendetta. But there was the terrain was such that like these four models were just or five models were blocking his path, and he's just trying to go punch the ox mage in the face. What board did you play on? Uh, that was the um the like Bayou Tavern board. Uh, with like the big Ugh. bar in the middle, uh, so decent, like a bunch of big chonky pieces of terrain that was enough where it's like, oh, the rail golem is blocking a whole lane. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Meanwhile, popcorn went and scored points with the other carf marker. <laughs> um, Eli, how did your game go? It went interesting. Um, I lost, not surprisingly. <laughs> I played against uh, Sam. Is that his name? I'm bad with the names. I apologize. Pop. Pogger, Pogger Gobbler? Oh, yeah, Sam. Okay. Yeah, that's Sam. Yeah. Okay. I played against Sam. He brought uh, Pandora 2 into my Marcus 2, and we made almost all of the same choices. <laughs> because we chose, we both chose the same two schemes, and each of those schemes required at least two choices, uh, because one of them was Vendetta, and we both, so we both chose Vendetta, we both chose the Sabertooth Cerberus, 
the same one and Serena Bowman for a vendetta. <laughs> and then we uh, we both chose secret meetup. We both chose the same piece of railing for our meetup location. <laughs> we both chose um, I believe it was <sighs> the poltergeist. Yeah, we, we both chose the poltergeist <clears throat> and it was the other model that we chose differently. Oh, I no. believe I chose I chose um, Miranda, and he chose someone else. But yeah, out of out of those seven choices, six of them were the exact same, and it was incredible. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so good. So this That's is just great. the the reason that Neverborn players shouldn't play one another because we all share a brain. <laughs> yeah, we share one brain. <laughs> the the forest is our home, and contains our single brain cell. The human version we, of orange cats. <laughs> when we say ours, we're talking about the brain. <laughs> ours brain. It's not my brain, it's our brain. Oh, God. Roman! Awesome. Co- comrade? Me! Um, I was on the other interior of a bar board uh, that is more like Western saloon style, and I had the pleasure of facing Adam, uh, who had to put up with me two days in a row. He was playing Thunders and brought McCabe into Carve a Path, which is an excellent choice. Uh, I brought Colette the Smuggler version, uh, and it turns out that she's annoying as hell. Um, What? Yeah. They're telling me Colette's annoying as hell? Who'd have thought? Yeah. Turns out. um, (laughs) Shooketh. Yeah. um, So, two very mobile crews, like you see in Carve. Um, And the funny part was, I'm sitting there going, okay, you have both lightsabers out very quickly. Uh, my Corifi need to be anywhere but where those are, and you have a samurai that ignores armor anyway. So Colette spent a good portion of the middle of the game on a table in front of Sadir and the samurai going, no, you don't get to shoot or charge anybody. Stay here. <laughs> Meanwhile, the duet's running around dance floors, kicking the carve a path marker <laughs> repeatedly. Um, it was a really fun game, lots of back and forth. Yeah, it was it was a good time. I pulled it off by one just from denying his uh, strat one point. Nice. Yeah, it was good times. Round two, Nate's rounds. This is wedge, guard the stash, breakthrough, sabotage, leave your mark, spread them out, and set the trap. Nate, talk about your round. Uh, well, Nate and Roman can talk about their round. Yeah, um, as as we as got paired together, as, as the, the prophecy, prophecy foretold. <laughs> it's you know the old hey hey Roman, see round two, and round here we two. were into a pool that I purposely designed for Zip. <laughs> the fool I was, knowing this would be Zip versus Karis. <laughs> yep. Oh no! Extra Our, extra fun. This is a, uh, not exactly the same pool, but similar style of play. Uh, last time we played at Gen Con, where we had Zip 1 versus Karis 1, mm-hmm. we finished that game in like an hour, and then like went to go have lunch. That game. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. And, and this we game tied. was fairly similar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, minus the score. Yeah. Um, so, Roman did me a favor and banned Clampets um, as my secondary keyword, so I couldn't bring Bog. And that got me to thinking that, you know, no, 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 I don't need Bog. What do I need Bog for? I've got Mancha. He's going to put down, he's going to try to put down so many pyre markers. 
I'm going to bring Mancha on a wrestler and make sure there's no goddamn pyre markers in my goddamn line of sight. Um, yeah, so that was that's that's what I, I brought into this. was, And I went with Zip 2 this time because Zip 2 is just a better match into Karis because I can actually target her with my melee attack as opposed to Zip 1, who can't because it's up we go. And she still can't target you. And she can't melee me, so. Bully, bully for me, being the zip player. Um, zip is a bully. Yes, that is the goal. <laughs> Basically, ended up Roman kind of did the the fairly the fairly typical Karis come at you real early, real fast, like especially in wedge. Yeah, um, the, spending the, a lot of cards for pyres, which was very yeah. that that looked rough from my side yeah. of the table. Yeah, it just didn't go. And then everything you flipped was like, cool, I got it, and or I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Or it was enough that it was like, well, you're not going to kill me yet, so, like, it's fine. It's rough, but it's fine. And, yeah, we uh, we got a couple of pyres out in front of me, used the wrestler to knock one of them away, because they can just do that on their melee action, so wrestler was actually good for something. Um, and then he brought the uh, the fire golem forward into the middle of the table, you know, prepping for round two, thinking, you know, it's loaded up with fire, it'll be fine. Unbeknownst to Roman, he, he get showboating. Did he get tossed? Oh. Uh, showboating was very kind to me, and I had like three activations where I would cheat something, draw up, draw draw face card. Notably, the thirteen of masks. Mancha goes forward, says hi, fire golem, toss in the mud. There you go, your burning's gone. You now have adversary infamous and injured too, and you can die now, please. Yeah, it was it was the first time I have seen Mancha like go. Off. I've I've seen him go off on just damage before, but like. That was the the combo of all combos for him, and it was impressive. I need to actually finish painting mine. Yeah, he, that was that was about as good a matcha turn as there has ever been. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, and while I did have an early lead because I took I took the fire golem out turn one, and then I spent most of turn two dealing with Karis because if I didn't, she was just going to be a problem. And I think the 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 biggest like I ended up winning that game because I mean. Roman was down a master and a 10 stone enforcer like immediately not for lack of trying though because he basically choked up all of my units with a bunch of a bunch of you know, the rest of the chaff essentially while he was able to score with the steam arachnids and Carlos and and such into my backfield because he took you took breakthrough and spread them out right yeah and it was it was literally at the end you would have had to remove two different scheme markers pretty deep to stop me from scoring one or the other of them, just with the mm. number of, of markers I dropped down. Uh, and in all the, the fighting back and forth, Carlos had gotten like a pretty big hit on a few things and a few other things. By the end of the game, uh, the first mate was down to like one wound. And I was sitting there being like, oh man, okay, Carlos is hanging out. I'm not going to get the strat for this anyway because I don't have enough people. Can I do my bonus to scoot over there focus and hit either the first mate or the skeeter that's carrying him around. And the answer was, I am six inches and one sixteenth of an inch out from this stealth model. And then can't like, can't get to the, the skeeter behind him. Had I been able to, that would have stopped two of your points at the Mm -hmm. very end and we would have tied. So yeah, Yeah. that was perfect for you. Yeah. (laughs) And Probably the biggest mistake I took was taking, um, I took, I took to spread them out and break through as well. And I, I think either I hit the wrong button or I just made a bad choice because I meant to take, uh, or I should have taken leave your mark. 
Yeah, that would have gotten you just all the points. Right, but that was either a mistake or I just hit the wrong button. But either way, that one ended, what, like 7-4? Something like that? I believe it was 6-4, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a really good game. Again, we just played fast. It was a blast. And then we went to go get lunch. And <laughs> we got lunch early. Yeah. As we do. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I actually like seeing Roman turn round two. I can usually get a fast <laughs> game and get lunch. Yeah. Eli, how did your game go? It went good. Except, you know, the losing again part. <laughs> uh, uh, it was me versus Broomy. Uh, they brought Ma one, and I brought Titania two. They walled me pretty soundly. Uh, I like to think I made it difficult, but yeah, there was uh, that was that was uh, rough going for me. Turns out the uh, uh, what are they test subjects uh, like mm. it when you give them injured? And um, yeah, they think that's pretty great. <laughs> I brought Aishan for the express purpose of putting out injured, and I was like, oh, that's not great. And then Aishan got ate up by Bog and Richard mostly. Uh, I ended up taking out Richard, which hurt me very much. Didn't want you to gotta do, do it. You gotta you do gotta, it. I'll just take out your whole crew. It's it's you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, but yeah, very fun game in which I lost soundly. If you're gonna ask me what my schemes were, I don't remember. <laughs> I believe oh, no, schemes, actually, no, I, I lie. I do remember. I had ah. sabotage and spread them out against Oof. Ma's crew. Oof. Oof. So I got zero scheme points. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. That's rough, buddy. I mean, it was... Ma was a smart pick. She's, yeah, she's good for that round. Okay, moving on to the best round. Victoria's round. Flank deployment. Cursed objects is a strategy. The schemes are public demonstration. Catch and release. Hidden martyrs, vendetta, and secret meetup. Um, let's go back to Eli. No, no. Again, haven't given you time to recover. Um, Antonio is a saint. <laughs> uh, bless Antonio. What a good guy. Yep. Um, for a little bit of background, this is going to be, uh, uh, revisited, uh, when we go later to the, uh, the cutthroat. But, um, this was my second game with Antonio this weekend, and I was looking at this uh, pool and going, you know, what's a great uh, master for this is Pandora. And Roman agreed with me. And then I said, oh shit, my opponent is Antonio, who I, whose feelings I may have hurt with Pandora 1 on the previous day. You did Pandora so, things to a person. So I, I did Pandora things to him. To be fair, to be fair, you apologized I with did. $30. I did apologize, so. but I don't know if it counts because I did it again. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no! You, you, you told me this. You said I approached the table before we even picked masters. I said, "Listen, I want, I want to do Pandora. I would normally do Pandora one right here. You can tell me not to. I will let you ban Pandora first. And he, <laughs> being the saint that he is, said, "No, do what you want to do." And so I did. Oh, and Pandora he brought Jack two, and I bought Pandora one like an asshole. <laughs> and, um, I may have won fairly soundly on that one. Oh, jeez! I, I at the end of turn three, the uh, the grave golem was his only living model, living. and I scored living, and I I kept that one alive so I could win secret meetup again. 
He got a point off that, too. Come here, give me a kiss. <laughs> you big, dirty kiss. boy. I, I may have killed his crew so efficiently that I lost points for hidden martyrs. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but did you ask for the coffee with grave dirt? I did not. Uh, but he was, he was, suit, he took it like a champ, like, great sportsmanship. Deep, deep respect for Antonio. We yeah, love Antonio. We stand Antonio in this household. Stantonio. I didn't give him $30 the second day. That, that's a one-time offer. Roman, talk about your round. So, I had the delight of facing Broomy this round. Um, they ran the Clampets. We were on uh, a little, like, kind of hut foresty board. It was a good time. Uh, and this was my first uh, tournament game, Bringing Hoffman 1, who I have recently actually put paint on. And it was it was a good time. Not the first time I've played Hoffman. I more or less knew what I was doing. Uh, I took Catch and Release on a Hunter, because it's a Hunter. That's what you do. And Vendetta, because Melissa Core is amazing. Um, the stupid thing is that I took that on Bog instead of on Auntie Mel, who I put a Cursed Object token on. Bog was the one that didn't have a Cursed Object token, because I when I was thinking about that, didn't want to deal with him, and it was the end of the day, and my brain was a little goo. Um, but, you know, you, you, you have your, your Hoff, everyone gets power tokens and does power token things. Meanwhile, the Clampets are very quickly coming across the board, roost ruling all the way. Um, and I gotta say, in the first, yeah, in, in, in the turns we went through, I, I did Hoffman's overcharge to give people fast and power tokens, I think, Ten times, I failed using power tokens. Six of those. Mm. Two of them were black jokers. Uh. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it, it was to the point bad. where where Broomy and I were like, "That can't." What is the mathematical probability of that? That shouldn't happen. And it was it was one of those of could I have cheated it? Yes, but. This is a case where my hand luck was screwing me over, because at the point where that was happening, all I had left in my hand was face cards. Mm -hmm. Which, if I used them for that, to make the Peacekeeper fast, I wouldn't then have in my hand for the Peacekeeper to beat something. To hit things with. (laughs) Right. So I'm like, I'm going to just guarantee one hit, as opposed to getting two and not knowing I'm going to actually make them work. We we had a a very uh, kind of immovable scrum off to one side. Just because I had Melissa, the Guardian, and the Hunter that was supposed to get me points kind of stuck in between some houses with the uh, one of the support bots to like heal them back up. Uh, and the Clampets didn't really have a good way to deal with Armor 2, which everything except for one of the support bots had. So every time Brumi would hit me, I'm like, yeah, take, take the negative. Whatever the damage track is, I'm hearing... One, two, three at most. And it would ping, okay, ping, ping, ping. The one thing that died was the hunter that was supposed to get me points, and if it had survived one last hit, it would have gotten me the point and then been able to run the hell away and never be seen again. Didn't um, that get hit with a red joker or something? Yeah, that, that one got hit with a That's red joker great. and then was at like, t- yeah, it, it had like two wounds left after that, and yeah. Bo Peep went after it. Which was great, because Bo Peep is perfect for catch and release, because henchmen. I was like, oh, perfect, you're coming. Oh, wait, you're hitting me. Oh, wait, Stampede. 
Stampede whip. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, that'll yeah. do it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was, there was a ton of good back and forth. Rumi's a, a very fun person to play against. 10 out of 10 would, would play again. Very minus agree. the Black Jokers. <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely one of the people I'm sad I didn't get a game against. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't finish that. Uh, they ended up winning uh, by a point. Nice. So it was, it was a good time. And Nate, talk Me. about your game. Oh, this game. <laughs> this was this was certainly one of the games that was played. That's to be sure. Um, so I had the uh, delight of being paired up against uh, Landon Sheehan, uh, who appeared to be coming off a fairly rough game. And so he rolls in, and we're like, "Hey, you know," he's like, "You know, should I should I fuck around or just do or should I do some serious? Let's, let's fuck around. Let's let's you know, let's see what happens." Um, so he rolls in with uh, Jacob Lynch, uh, Lynch two specifically, dark bat, old, super methed out Lynch, with a really interesting. Like, if I had accidentally banned ancestor, I would have killed this crew because <laughs> hmm. he brought Izamu, Chiaki, and and um, uh, the Doctor Sun Kwang, uh, Sun Kwang, yeah, uh, into this crew with the idea of just like buffing out Izamu and just doing some nonsense, and it was hilarious. And this was, I was playing, I played Clampets for this round. Um, and I had made this, this dumb crew that brought all three buckaroos with the <laughs> express purpose of putting all of my eggs into these three buckaroo shaped baskets for public demonstration and, um, hidden martyrs, which of the things that were scored, those were the things I scored because I sure as hell didn't score any cursed objects. Oh, uh, no, it was, it was, it was good. I, I really just was like, I'm just gonna throw my head at the wall because I like, I know Landon's gonna beat me. Like, I, 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 I played ag- enough ag- against just enough Lynch two to know that that's a hard matchup in general. In the hands of a good player, I'm pro in the hands of a good player where I'm playing a less a master I have less experience with. Probably not gonna win this match, so I'm just gonna see what happens. Um, and I made the awful mistake of just jamming the clampets up into Lynch's face. And he just blew them off the table. Turn one. Um, I was like, "Oh, okay, ah, okay, <laughs> all right." My confi- suspicions confirmed. Because <laughs> it turns out when the Clampets' whole um, defensive ability of getting positives to defense when they're on tide markers, uh, Lynch turns that into a negative with Luck Thief, <laughs> which didn't Ow. come up a lot. But it means I had to play a bit suboptimally. But I did end up scoring. My public demonstration by having my two buckaroos run up to Huggy and say, hey, hey, we're here. Hi. Hey, what's up? <laughs> um, and then I scored Hidden Martyrs when Huggy killed one of them for the hubris of being there. <laughs> and those were my two points that I scored to his. I think he got six or seven off that game. But it was fun. It was it was it was it was a legitimately fun ass kicking that I will I will not soon forget. And hopefully maybe learn something from I did spend a lot of time just like throwing my cursed objects back onto him to hope it would do something which it kind of did it kind of slowed him down a little bit but he would just put it back on and kill me it's like ah okay well I'm dead now yeah yeah I I was at the other end of the very long room and I could routinely hear both of you guffawing over that game (laughs) it sounds fantastic I was also just having like some I was just having like a bad round of luck as well like my deck was just not doing it like there were some like I think Mel Black Joker to damage fl- like a critical damage flip that probably would have scored me something, like probably would have gotten me a cursed object point. 
and just Black Joker damage. And I'm just like, yep, there it is. There it is. That's the sign. <laughs> That's what's happening. Uh, it was, it was, it was silly. It was, it was silly, but fun. I did not have a bad time. I just got my ass kicked and took it. Well, that's, that's good. Glad yeah. you didn't have a bad time. Some people seem to have had a bad time, though. Pulling up the standings, because I forgot what the standings were. <laughs> I think I came in, like, seven. Which is my fairly typical tournament showing of almost dead center. No, I don't want the King of England. I long shakes the site. Right, yeah. Uh, seventh for Nate. Roman got ninth. And Eli got tenth. Oh man, I should have I should have like lost by a little more and we could have been eight, nine, and ten. That'd have been cool. Yeah. God, Nate, your losing is not cool enough. Right, I need to lose harder. <laughs> oh no, my one tie oh, would have prevented my... that. Alright. First I uh okay. I guess the last thing about the tournament, um we had some issues with some really unfun slightly broken lists brought that sort of ruined the tournament a bit for some people. Um, so that kind of sucked. Jeez, Eli. What? <laughs> <sighs> I guess another check mark for why we should have made it GGL because that's less of a reason to uh, bring that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that night we had some Bonanza Brawl fun. Technically also Sunday, so we can talk yes. about both of those. But uh, Bonanza Brawl is the thing I was second most excited about. We uh, we managed to make it to a dance recital and then back. To, uh, we only missed like half an hour of Brawl, which was yeah fine. We did like a, Sadly, a half round. And despite what I at the time to make sure that I won, so I appreciate that. <laughs> With my boy Klaus, Klaus is my best friend. Okay, so despite what I told literally everyone, we didn't play in Kyle's basement, which was extremely disappointing. Right? Heartbreaking. We played in Kyle's foyer. (laughs) I I think that's technically true. Yeah, but most of the people that were at the tournament showed up, which was great. Not everyone played Bonanza Brawl. I'm not not sure why they didn't want to, but I wasn't there for that part. Three three rounds of foes, you know, a lot. Also, having everybody around that table would have been a bit... A yeah, bit we would have definitely had to do two games at that point. Yeah. Because there were four other people who didn't? Yeah. Yeah, who didn't we, do Bonanza Brawl? I yeah, think. and just lo- logistics of person placement would be an issue. And there were like eight or nine of us playing. Yeah. So. It was good, though. It was fun. Uh, what you all play round one? I played a test subject. Which was brilliant. <laughs> which was... um. Annoying as hell, and I want to see a whole table of people playing test subjects. We gotta do yeah, that every time, every time someone within six cheats, I can either move to, or if I'm unengaged, I can charge. So, there was a lot of uh, managing order of operations, like, alright, because like, they would cheat, and then they'd have like a, like a shove-aside trigger, because I think there was a mature Nephilim on the table as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, alright, so you have to do this, and then I get to generate my action, and then you get to do your action. And it's just like, we had to like, it was like Magic the Gathering, we had to like set a stack of like, things that were going to happen if someone cheated. And I can yep. only imagine what a table of like, eight of these little bastards would do. Five <laughs> hour game. Minimum. What'd you play, Roman? Roman? I played a slurrit. Which was very good, and I spent a lot of time trying to bully him. Yes. <laughs> and succeeding. And, the funny uh, part was, 
my immediate first two pulls were Stilts and the Masamune. Oh, God. <laughs> it's terrible. I did not use the Masamune the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Roman. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and the, Eli. And then Eli, got, he already said he brought Klaus. Did you I have brought, any interesting... Klaus, uh, everybody's friend, until you try to vore him, and then Everyone he does not allow himself to be counted as a friend. Yep. Don't bring up the holes. Oh, there were so many Klaus holes. There's, there is much talk of Klaus's holes. There's a lot of drinking happening for that round, which was there the was, intention. There was, there was, so it was yeah. good. Yeah. We finally. Oh, yeah, that was, that was like the thing. The we finally got to drink brawl. and yeah. play Bonanza Brawl. It was beautiful. You guys showed up with alcohol, and it was great. <laughs> I, yep. And we showed up. I got to play a round <laughs> before we decided to re rack and start a new game. And uh, me was, being. Uh, uh, sorry, for the first round, who else was played? Uh, we had Brian with the Deso engine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and who tried to tried to vor me, and I said no. Yeah. Uh, Nick was playing Widow Weaver. Correct. Or was yes. that round two? There was it was a mature, and yeah, there was Sam was playing Ava. mature, and that Ava was hand. Serendipity was playing Ava. Yeah. Uh-huh. What was Broomy playing? Because they played Bo they played Bo Peep round two. I don't remember what they played round one. Yeah. They borrowed. Oh, popcorn Turner. Popcorn. Yes. that was it. It was a. Uh, that was quite the table of of goofballs. Okay, I got to jump in the last round before we wrecked. Going back to me talking. Yes, Doug needs to talk now. Um, yes. And I thought I would be silly and bring a model that's absolutely on the card, not good for this whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, and then hopefully draw the stuff I need to participate. <laughs> a and, bold strategy. Uh, the when, once you um, come in, if you're not the first place, you get a free card, which is I'm good glad we because rule. I came in with the Gatling gun on <laughs> oh, Omni Night. Lawyer with a Gatling gun. Oh, no, with with a Gatling, Gatling gun. gun. And sadly, I didn't come in on the side I wanted to, because otherwise I could have had three kills, because I top-decked, uh, I think, my 13 and 12 of masks, which is the blast oh. on the Gatling gun. Oh. Um, but I didn't, so I only killed the Deso engine, because people told me to kill the Deso engine. <laughs> yeah, um, kill Brian, it's funny. <laughs> well, no, Brian was winning, wasn't he? So Yeah, I think Brian was winning at the time, and he was just going to run away with his upgrades and hide like a coward. Because <laughs> no Brian one does that, schemes. Victoria. It's a valid strategy. Yeah, when Victoria does it, it does it, it's based. When Brian <laughs> Schemes does it, it's coward behavior. Okay, so it's called a happened, double I, standard, Doug. I killed the Deso engine, and then we re-racked. I played Amina again. Nate played. Uh, that was. Wow, my brain just shut off. Hold on, I've got pictures to remind me of it what was I played on. I rarely. Uh, who the fuck did I play that round? Something it was Bayou. a Bayou model, that's for sure. Oh, it was Ruffles. I played Ruffles. Right. Ah, yes. <laughs> we, had of Ruffles. Your we had and Ruffles. We had Ruffles and Bo Peep. Yeah, there were so many cock jokes. Just uh, continuous cock jokes. And Roman, what did you bully me with? <laughs> your your luck was not great during the tournament, but damn. Uh, your deck really wanted you to win that banana yeah. roll round. My brain just died. Which game are we? Are we talking about Saturday still? Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, Saturday night. Yes. Yep. Okay. 
Did I? My brain is just the mush. kitty. Yes, I played the saber tooth Cerberus wow, because good kitties. I did not get I a know. picture of the kitties. Ah, uh, and that yeah, we we had the uh, the cock and pussy joke. Oh yes, yes. that's what it was. We are adults. We we were very drunk. We got and drunk. Then, yes, on to that. Eli, what, I was going to say we were enough. all drinking. I played the uh, the Groot slang. Who brings so bonus a bunch, so got- of, bunch of jokes about going into holes? Yep. And we allowed you to place your layer markers, even though technically, according to the rules, you could not. I like this. I like the solution we You're had welcome. for table half. I think we need to codify that for Bonanza Brawl. So there's because there's a couple models where it's like, what does the table half mean? And that's why we negated it, so we didn't have to worry about it. But okay, we can exactly. do layer markers. You only get the one when you actually start the game. You don't get to keep throwing them on the board every time you die. That sounds yeah. like We'd power s- talk. But the holes. No. Oh, holes, holes for everyone. Nope. No. Um, holes galore. You heard we, it here first. Still, no free holes. <laughs> still have a need to uh, have a short meeting and kind of massage the rules a bit, because a lot clean, of questions clean came up. Clean up some up. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, clean up some I stuff. Believe it's, I believe it's pronounced fry hole, Nate. <laughs> fry holes. Um, so, for this game, I'll, I'll go and And talk I played about Archie. It. Oh, crap. Yes. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Important. <laughs> and Victoria played Archie. I'm sorry. You didn't just play Archie, you won with Archie. Not, not Saturday night, I did didn't. Did you not? Oh, yeah, no, it was, that's right. It was no. Sunday she won with Archie. Spoilers. Spoilers, oh, Eli. Well, just mute me. Like, fuck, <laughs> it's easy to cut everything I say out. It's probably gonna make the podcast better. So you are a very important con- contribution to this podcast. My strategy with Amina <laughs> again was uh, <laughs> hopefully drawing something to hit people with because she cannot deal damage on her own. That didn't happen. No, it did not. <laughs> the first time around, uh, I got some armor and I got chatty. <laughs> Uh, so it was an armor one model with shielded because she can give it to herself with a bonus action and chatty and just got bodied by a cat. You got to become uh, a target. <laughs> also, I was generating soul stones the entire time. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I can, oh, if funny. I can see you interact, I get a free soul stone. But uh, that doesn't really help you a whole time when you can only flip mo- uh, weeks on your soul stone to not die. And the cat gets a lot Meow. of attacks. So yeah, she yeah, got a cat. The other trick there was only, and I, I have only managed this once outside of Bonanza Brawl, the trigger on their leap to attack somebody, I got it repeatedly here. Really? Oh, you can't charge. Yes. All right, I'll just leap at you. I think yep. you top-decked all of your chatty checks as well. Well, chatty's just a discard. Yeah, chatty's a discard. Oh, it is a discard. Yeah. I'm getting it confused with Boring Convo, which will come up That'll later. That'll come up in the next round. Yes, it will. Um, then we, <laughs> I spawned, and I started trying to pick up stuff again. And I got the really, really fun combination. Sadly, it didn't get used, and I think I just got killed again before I could really do anything. Was I got the Nagamaki, which is Zamu's weapon. A two-inch reach sword with heave on it. That's like a three, four, five damage trick. And I also got the Who Throws a Sword card. 
So technically, if I threw the Nagamaki at someone six inches away, it would basically let you throw a melee attack six inches away and get the heave trigger, I could teleport someone ten inches from their starting position, putting them three inches behind me. But I never got around to doing that. Yeah, I didn't do a whole lot of this round. It was it was bad for Amina. I didn't learn any sort of lesson about a model that doesn't deal damage any it at all. Beautiful. No. <laughs> I, I I appreciate your conviction. Yeah, a true uh, Nelly stan if there ever was one. Oof. <laughs> Trying my patience. Okay. Um who wants to talk about their Saturday night second round second round? Second game. Yes. Yeah, what did round. Archie do? Not a whole lot, honestly. Um, grab stuff and leap, or attempt to leap. Uh, you fisted grab things. stuff, try to try to leap, fail horribly. Um, get attacked by a cock. Uh, yeah, I did try to cock you. Yeah, uh, did you, you sure did. Did you pull the Archie uses both fists, or was that Sunday? Yeah, that was that was Saturday night. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the thing is, everyone's drinking, so our memory of that wasn't terribly great. So yeah, I have give, very just, few memories yeah. of what happened Saturday, that I, second round. I just remember I charging to, Victoria and everything going to shit after that. It, I was I was tired and drunk, so... I and also had to hungry. drive, so um, yeah. I remember probably more than most people do. However, I do yeah, also remember I, that it was raining really, really hard, but only when I was outside. Yes. Uh, Eli. Eli. What did the Grootsling do? Tongue um, things. I don't remember. Okay, Nate. <laughs> I uh, I struggled a lot trying to like futz around with my holes, and it just it wasn't working. Yeah, out the, the the whole strategy didn't really work for you that round. I kept getting engaged by things with two inch engagement range, which nor did my cock. My two inch engagement range. My cock didn't do a lot like, of work for me, unfortunately. <laughs> we're like, oh, you know what, Klaus? Lots of smaller holes, what if we just went three really big ones and it didn't work out for you? Yeah, not a, not a good trade-off. <laughs> anyway. And stuff happened uh, with Ruffles. Something. Yeah, I, I, I remember charging Archie and then stampeding our rampaging through Archie to hit someone else and then that's about all that really happened. Archie just kind of got bullied at that point. I don't even know if I ever used his gun. I think I just kind of charged into, into stuff and Tried to peck it to death and did not, did not, did not do, did not do nearly, didn't do nearly as well as the test subject did for me, ironically. Okay. Uh, since everyone's memory was bad, we can go and move on to Sunday. We decided to just have one big Bonanza Brawl game as opposed to two more rounds of a tournament, which I thoroughly enjoyed because I got to participate and I love Bonanza Brawl. Bonanza Brawl's great and I did really well in this one. Uh, yes. Except for the la- like the last two rounds, but it happens. Uh, just as a as a as a side, the winner of the second round of Saturday was uh, Bo Peep, uh, as piloted by uh, Broomy. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, go to bed. Not you, no, Eli. You can't make me. I beat you to the punch. I was I was giving her her shot. <laughs> uh-huh. Fuck, am I that predictable? Yes. <laughs> hmm. God damn. Let's assume you're like a, a petulant child, and it works pretty well, surprisingly. <laughs> Uh, down. I I remember <gasps> this. I remember this. So, uh, yeah, we were Sunday, sober for this one. <laughs> come Sunday, I mean, I was sober Saturday night, but I brought mm, a true. field reporter, 
who also yep. can't do damage Good idea. innately unless there is a trigger on their picture, their their flash, flash photography, photography, and they also need to be near a scheme marker for that damage to go through. Um, so smart. Which there were a number of scheme markers to learn absolutely. There nothing. were a lot of scheme markers. Vic bringing back the classic Archie. If it ain't Yark. broke. Yep. Uh, oh man, what a, what a, Nate, Nate brought White Rabbit. White Rabbit Co. I decided I was tired of playing Bayou, I was gonna play Resurrectionists. Uh, quote unquote. Roman decided to be mean. Roman, I decided to be a thirst trap. Roman brought Shoujo. Roman Ruby also did brought almost Shoujo. as bad as Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> let me, we had let me two Shoujos actually, and a White Rabbit Co. on the table. Let me, let me tell you what actually fucking happened, okay? I was like, hmm, what character should I play? Should I go for a more serious character or something fun? Roman's like, oh, we're here to have fun. Roman says we're here to have fun. <laughs> so I bring a fucking red cap, right? That's fun. It's goofy. It's a five stone model. Roman and Nate build zip together. <laughs> With our powers combined, we are they surround zip. me. They surround me. Roman, all right, I was the second to deploy. The first person was Hinamatsu. All right. Yeah, okay. Hinamatsu. Roman had the opportunity good to punch upwards. No, 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 no. Roman no, no. had the. I deployed first. Did you? Yeah. I deployed yep. first. Yeah, because Hinamatsu came over by me, and I was like, "Why the fuck? All right. Are you bothering I, me?" I deployed before Hinamatsu. <laughs> you were like the last one, I think. Eli. I no, I I went early. I was super because I deployed early and then was late for every every other round. I know. I either way. I feel like either way, whatever. It, Roman could have gone to the Hinamatsu, the always has at least three actions, probably four, up to seven actions in a turn, and put boring conversation on that model. Instead, he's like, why don't I go after the puppet that has two actions and a bonus action only if other people allow it? (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you exactly why. Because I was over there? Yeah, because as a, a six-stone incorporeal model with six wounds, who there cannot... was an Archie and a Hinamatsu over there. No, yeah, thank you. I, yeah, so when you can't be like, I'm going to cheat initiative to make sure I go first and start that boring conversation, when you can't do that, you don't go by Hinamatsu. To be fair, you went before Hinamatsu pretty much every, every turn, Roman. Every That's, turn. But I had no way of knowing that. The shoujo's always went so early. It was so good. No, no, no. Mine went early and Brumi's went late. Like, yeah. pretty much every turn. I yeah. remember, I remember a shoujo yeah. going early every turn. Fuck the, the shoujos. Like, <laughs> I would like to clarify uh, that Brumi did guys. nothing wrong. <laughs> Brumi was over there with you, too! Brumi did nothing wrong. All of my problems were caused by Roman and Nate. <laughs> no problem, bud. All of my problems were caused by Roman and Nate. We're here for you, bud. Yep. Oh. And, every and the time, one time I unintentionally murdered you. I was... Every time somebody wanted to do a little bit of damage to me, I died immediately. Get fucking punched, nerd. Like three times. I just three times, wanted to get my one. I just wanted my one like, point. I'm just gonna hit you for one point. It'll be fine. Dead. Bam! Four, five I'm points. Sorry. Four points. Okay, so Vic- that's that's me. That's me done ranting. I apologize. Okay, no, do I you, let's. No, Elite, is there anything else you want to talk about that game? No, I said my rant. Okay. <laughs> Roman, talk about your. Uh, Time as a Sojo player who uh, incorporate and uh, self heal, yep. and the first card you draw is hard to kill. Yes, 
Mm. Um, yeah. So the, <laughs> again, went into this kind of kind of similar to Doug. If I have no way of doing damage except by poisoning people, that's still and that is, damage. If I poison you, right, right. But again, I can't determine when that happens. If I poison someone and their first point of damage or their last point of damage is done by that poison, and I was the first person to do it, then I get points. Anything else is just they take a ping of poison damage, and I don't get anything. So I was very much going in there being like, I need a weapon of some kind, and then I can be ridiculous. You are no every like of the of the five things I got. I think the last one was an attack that did damage. Everything else was a defensive measure. Where let's see, we had hard to kill. We had the when you attack me, the the bloated, bloated stench, stench. Though when you attack me again, also yeah. a really oh, good upgrade for Sojo. And yeah. you, okay, you you complain about like oh I I'm beholden to poison ticking at the end of the turn, but if you didn't go first and put up boring conversation to just bog everyone else down, then you're going at the end, which means that you're more likely to get that point of damage. And then of course bloated stench gets you points because uh by me blasting onto you somehow gives me poison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh god, um, it does. Awful. Yeah, no, well, yeah, blasting in melee. Um yeah, no, I'm, I'm not complaining. I picked her because this was my fun of here's the puzzle I want to, to figure out. Um, yeah, exactly. Fun. So yeah, that just turned into, I, I think I got stilts again, too. Like, it was just like, no, you, I am I am booze girl. You may not hurt me. <laughs> and no, I had it was, stilts. You did? Okay. Yeah, you like yeah, that. I, started I, down. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't write down all the, all the things I got, but like of five upgrades I ended up with, like four of them were all defensive, and it was dumb. But yeah, no, I, I was very much like I'm going to be annoying, but not actually be a contender in this game. There is, there is one thing I do want to say. For a brief, glorious moment, the red cap held uh, Death's sight. Yes, and it was beautiful, very fitting. And then he died immediately before he could use it. Yes. Okay, I guess we mentioned all of the other participants except for some. Uh, Sam brought the fucking voodoo doll. Yeah, <laughs> Sam brought the voodoo doll. <laughs> a very Chadley move, if I might say. Yes. Uh, very powerful. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, mention again that we had nine people again, and that it was a very long game. I don't recommend nine people. We had a lot of fun, but it was a lot of waiting around. Eight should to be do the high stuff. end, if possible. That's what we put down. We still ran with nine for some reason. Well, maybe I mean, you just didn't want to build another board because we don't follow our own rules. No, we don't. And also, splitting into like five and four is like two smaller games, and it's like, eh. You yeah. Know. Okay. What? How did White Rabbit Company do, Nate? It was all right. I, 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 I think they they have some interesting plays into Bonanza for all. Like, I mean, they can put a they can put a basically make themselves a scheme marker with their upgrade on their bonus action. So love that. Um, and they can also use that to prevent damage if necessary. Wasn't the best choice, but they, they, they had some interesting interesting things they could do. I don't remember if there was any particularly interesting. Like, I was mostly, like, picking up other people's shit that they dropped, and just be, being a nuisance because they had chatty. So, hey, boring conversation and chatty are on the same table. Have fun. Oh. Or don't. <laughs> don't have fun. We, we had fun. Yeah, we had great times. <laughs> Oh, I forgot also, Serendipity brought Winston Finnegan. Winston, yes, that was yep. the other one. 
Yep. But uh, I don't think that worked out terribly well for her, but I do like the commitment to giving yeah. around dirigible rides of all possible. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily uh, the, the best choice, but it was amusing. So we can talk about Doug, and then we'll get to our champion, hint, hint. Unless you really want to go f- before me. No, go, okay. go for it. Field Reporter's kind of good, as long as you can pull a weapon, which is, I believe, the most common card in the Bonanza Brawl deck. So, I mean, that's what I was banking on with Amina, and that didn't work out the second game. But this time, I I think I top-decked the Greatsword from the Hooded Rider. Oh, the Greatsword Field Reporter was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, And, uh, like, the Field Reporter is great in that it's six stones, so not a lot of things are going to get two points for killing it, or for hitting it, so not a lot of people bother, and it's also Serene Countenance, which is annoying. Yeah, so not that, lot, that is not a bit lot, of a problem. Not a lot of people want to mess with, uh, want to mess with me. Um, I got, a f- like, a couple hits. I think I hit Archie once, maybe? Just because Archie was there. I hit someone with it. And then the, the extra great thing about the Greatsword is that I get a free 6-inch move if I can eat a Ski Marker in 6 inches, and Ski Markers show up a lot in this game. So, at one point, I decide I'm going to rocket to the other pile and start harassing everyone else there. I almost killed the White Rabbit Company, but I did not ask you how many wounds you had left, and I could have cheated the damage mm. I needed to kill him. Yeah, you had to be like so one ins- short. So, instead of getting the points for killing him, uh, Shoujo got it. <laughs> From and, Poison. And poison, then, baby. After that business, I eventually just like, I'm not going to deal with Shoujo's boring conversation, so I ran and started harassing Winston, and I think Eli um, picked up a lot of points. I was I was winning it for most of the game, I think. Um, eventually died, because if you put effort into the field reporter, she's going to die, that's, that's fine. And just when I came back, I kind of floundered, like, I couldn't do anything, I didn't I was tied for first, so I didn't get a card, so I couldn't attack people. And yep. then, uh, because of the other boring conversation, I ended up like not being able to score points for two whole rounds, which was mildly frustrating, but I don't need to win the game. Um, someone else won, though. Victoria, talk about your experience <laughs> with Bonanza Runs! So... First turn kind of dictated how the rest of the game was going to go for me because I wasn't planning on bringing Murder Punch Archie. Um, and then Hinamatsu decided to attack me first turn. Um, and I couldn't let that stand. Uh, and it just kind of turned into a slaughter. To <laughs> clarify, you were always bringing Archie, but um, your intent was just to grab oh, stuff yes. and run. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because that's, like, my usual playstyle is I take things and then I go hide as much as possible. Um, I'm like- so, I, I grabbed my stuff and I got the thing that gives you plus one to your melee actions and the um, thing that makes you ignore armor and shielded. And allows everyone else to ignore armor and shielded on the mo- on the model that you use it on. I don't remember Analyze weakness. what it's called. Um, Analyze weakness, yes. This happened after Hinamatsu attacked me, though. So I grabbed my things, and then I leapt away. Kind of just jumping out of that whole melee thing that was happening around that particular treasure A marker. Um, my next turn, I murdered Winston Finnegan. Because he wouldn't let me on his dirigible. You're too uh, then I big. Went. Archie doesn't understand that. 
Um, then I went back in and I murdered. You killed a good amount of things. I think the voodoo doll. I killed the voodoo doll. Then I went and got Hinamatsu. Then I accidentally manslaughtered the red cap. Accidentally. On purpose. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Apologize. I don't to remember. I, I already did at the time, but I'm still sorry. I did not mean to kill you. I just wanted to bop you and then take my flurry to hit whoever was on the other side of me. I don't remember who it was. Probably at that point. Hinamatsu. Probably Hinamatsu. Listen, I, I understand that Archie doesn't know his own strength. It happened. <laughs> I did at least some damage to the field reporter and then I started running away. And hiding far away from the treasure marker. Yeah. So I could just tick up two points every round. You threw a corpse at me. I did. I threw a corpse at you. Were you even on, like, I had cover, and you were on a negative flip, and you still hit me with it. Yep. Did I black joke it? I think I black jokered it. I think that's what it was. I think I also, I think I also just had a lot of really high cards in my hand. I mean, you wouldn't be able to cheat if you were on a neg, so... Oh yeah, fair. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I I think th- you just black jokered it. That. Uh but yeah, I hit you with a corpse, then I got shot by the red cap, and I went, Oh, I don't want to be here. Ugh. Um why ever not. So yeah. Archie <laughs> Archie ended up winning it. I guess oh, the one thing I got like Hinamatsu is a scary model to go up against in any situation. Scarier in Bonanza Brawl because it is a very good mm-hmm. lone model that can deal good damage in his armor too. And then on top of that, the first card they flipped was baking in onslaught onto yeah, the melee yeah, attacks. Yeah. That was rough. Yep. That was real rough. That was worse than than Brian the night before uh misreading the card and building an execute on the uh Deso engine. Yeah. Ow. But, uh. Oopsie doodle. Oopsie doodle. Yeah, uh. Good job to Nick, I think it was, who played Hinamatsu. Yep. Sell money, yes. yes. For determining yep. how I was going to play that entire game of Bonanza Girl. <laughs> uh. You made Archie choose violence, Nick. Good job. <laughs> Dare you make he me made do Victoria that choose violence, and Archie was just my avatar. Archie, Archie, Avatar of Violence. Violence. (laughs) (laughs) We can now talk about the Cutthroat game. Yay! Yay! And now we're in a half into this recording. That sounds about right. I think we're doing a pretty good clip. I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm going to say this now before we get to the end where we'll probably say it again. If you want to play Bonanza Brawl, and you do, with us especially, sign up for it at Gen Con. Yes. Yes, yeah. We will be at Gen Con. Play Bonanza Brawl with us. It will be fun. If you you never, it's fun. on Sunday. If you've never played Malifaux before. It's on Sunday. Before, it's a great time. Sign up to play Bonanza Brawl. Because <laughs> you only have to worry about yeah. one model. We'll help you because this is about having fun. We will bring you a model to play. That too. We will give if you, you don't Gracie. even have any models. Yep. Yep. No, we're not giving anybody Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> we can give a non-Roman player Gracie. It's yeah. fine. For- First person to approach me saying they've never played this before, never played Malifaux before, gets Gracie. Victoria, do it. The second one gets my Gracie. Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> approach Roman. I've never played Malifaux, as though he doesn't know better. I wonder how, like, an all Gracie fight would go. Oh, God. Painfully for everyone involved. You made Nate choke on his noodles. There's only one guy that that that's the problem. It <laughs> yeah. is a slap fight. They're just stampeding into each other. Hoping that someone can ignore armor. Are you, are you saying they're, they're running wild? 
It's a table where you get, get a 30 podcast. to 50 wild hogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Cutthroat, uh, I have it here as Cutthroat Cage Match, but that was not the name we went with. I really like my name, which was Flush with Clash. A cutthroat <laughs> Malifaux event, and I still really love the little artwork I did for it, which is uh, the Killjoy one, where he's just beating up a lot of things. I gave him a top hat and a monocle, and it was raining cash, and I like that art. But anyways, um, this is, if you've ever seen Cutthroat Kitchen on, I'm pretty sure it's the Food Network, uh, or heard of yeah. Cutthroat Kitchen, then this is exactly how it goes. It is a kind of a pay-to-win game, but it's fun pay-to-win. Not like magic or anything. And the idea is being you play a game of Malva, a modified game of Malva. We changed it up because we knew that it was going to take longer to do the whole auctioning thing. And so we decided that, hey, you can score turn run, one, bah, and you can declare your end of game scoring turn four as well as five, which everyone liked. Oh, also we made it um, wedge and flank because some crews mm-hmm. are not fast enough to win or, or to score or deny turn one. And I felt like that was slightly unfair. And also make it go even faster because you're already getting into the conflict turn one, which everyone yeah. liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all along with GGL. Base base format, like I, I honestly like this format a lot. Like it, it's just it's very snappy. And while uh. some crews probably have some advantages over others in this format, like I think it plays the game nicely. It is for raising money. Also that. <laughs> and also like the most obscure crew ended up winning the day, so uh, take that as you will. Oh okay, so oh, yeah. you have you have those like baseline changes to Malifaux, and then you've got a couple things you can always pay for in the game, uh, which right now, it is 50 cents for a positive flip, uh, 75 cents to negate uh, the positive flip that someone else just paid for from option one, paying $2 to add any suit to a dual total, and then at the start of a turn, you can resummon any model that has died at a cost of 50 cents per soul stone. Uh, we'll be running it again next year, and we'll probably be using whole dollar amounts because coinage was a bit tricky to deal with. Uh, thanks, Brian. <laughs> but that was really nice. Like, if you only brought a little bit, you'd still be able to affect the game. Um, but also, certain people in this chat uh, had enough to basically buy all the positive flips for every action. <laughs> Close to that, anyways. He did not, though, because apparently he ended up actually having to spend more money on the day. Oh, darn it. He's donating more to charity. How how awful. But, anyways, going th- finishing up the rules, uh, after those changes and the things you can always buy, there is an auction at the beginning of the round, as well as one that we did about uh, an hour into... or an hour and a half an hour or an hour and a half into the round, uh, which ended up being slightly more powerful changes. Um, We can talk about individual things as we go, but I also got to participate in this because we had odd numbers, and uh, I played without money for my second and third round because the person I played against the first round didn't have anything to contribute, and I was given a stipend from Roman because he had too much, so I just gave that stipend to that other player so they could participate in the, the, the shenanigans but okay 
and Vic was around for most of this event as well. She helped out. Thank you, because uh, it turns yeah. out running an event is very draining. Running an event where you have to ring is draining, and running an event where you have a bunch of special rules and you have to kind of control all of it. Uh, my brain stopped working before I even got home. Like, I had half a drink, and I was pretty well gone when we got home. I still yeah. managed to cook some delicious the- brats, but... Those are some yeah. good sausages. Yeah. Um, also, I I want to take this time to uh, to thank uh, several people from Indy for sending <laughs> money, both for all of the the Indy folks who were there, the the Great Lakes folks who were there, and uh, Tim for. He said he didn't care if it was for or against me, but he sent money and said so. Roman can have all the brilliance. Yeah, it was it was uh, dealing, being, it was Lynch's choice. Yeah, so I, I was like, you know what? That's that's against me. So everyone I played had had some of that doled out to them, and between that and also special thanks to uh, patron Chase Ferrario who sent me a hundred dollars, which is why. The stuff that was sent for the Great Lake stuff, I said, Doug, take this. I'm already going to be throwing money at the problem because mm-hmm. I had given myself some too. Oh, yeah. Someone had was like, hey, give this money out to the Great Lakes players. And we ended up with five. Yeah, five of you. Mm-hmm. Other things to, that I just remembered. We, we, had a, we had a coffee, a Ko-Fi, whatever. That was all the digital donations. And it worked out well. And people could put money into that as opposed to bringing cash with them, which is probably preferable because mm-hmm. uh, then we've got to like yeah. ma- manage our cash box behind the counter of mayhem. And some people <laughs> decide to bring a bunch of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also people were just like, you know what, I'm going to buy this thing and I don't have the money for it. So I'm just going to donate the money. That happened a lot. And it was yeah. really awesome. It simplified the process a lot. It did simplify the process, because yeah, yeah. uh, someone's ability, like, you know what, I'm just going to produce the money I need for this. Which is a little <laughs> bit more fun than I feel like if you just did a hard line. You have this amount starting, and that's all you get. Um, although you think yeah. you could convert this into a more traditional cutthroat kitchen style, where everyone gets uh, the same stipend. And that's what they have mm-hmm. to manage and spend. Uh, but, you know, charity so people can cheat and give themselves an unfair advantage all they want. Okay, round yes. one. Yep. Finally getting to the round. Um, wedge deployment, covert ops, spread them out, set the trap, secret meetup, deliver a message, and research mission. I went up against Adam. Um, kind of alone. He's from Iowa, but he has to travel a bit to get here. He brought... Mayfang 2 in Ten Thunders, of all things, against my bare, my, like, basic go-to don't-have-to-thank-Tony list. And again, thank you, Roman, for producing these pools, and GG All is, just gives you a lot more flexibility to make things fun. However, I deliver a message still kind of sucks. Um, anyways, but that was a case of, like, Ironside's literally dragging in May and being like, deliver a message, and then he activates May and says, hey, deliver a message. Uh, and we both had a laugh. So. That just means I kissed. Wants to talk about round one first, and maybe some of the stuff you bet on. Nate. Me! Alright, well, um, that makes this easy. Um, so I played my round one of a tournament against Serendipity. <laughs> Who was playing Shenlong 2. Ironically, did not fall into like an awful just get stuck in with a golem trap this time. 
Um, I played Zip 1 into this game, which worked out pretty well. I took research, or not research mission, I took, um, no, yeah, research mission, because pianos, which is why I brought Zip 1, and one of the other schemes that was in the pool that I don't remember. And the, the, this, the standout part of this game was I brought Gracie, as you do, because we love Gracie, we stand Gracie, and Victoria wanders over to our table and says, hey, you two silly gamers, I have a Gatling gun up for bid. <laughs> and Serendipity and I are on the same wavelength of, we both have a model that absolutely needs to be wielding a Gatling gun. Also, also, real quick, that was top decked. I did not go fishing for it. <laughs> no, it was it was beautiful. It was it was it was beautiful. A confluence of of fate that happened that provided a Gatling gun to our table. Because Serendipity was of the mind of, oh, I'm gonna run like Civilization Gandhi with 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 Sandeep with a Gatling gun. That that's her mental image of what's happening. Of you know. Violent peace was never an option. Load the Gatling gun and <laughs> spray and pray on all my all my silly goblins. Meanwhile, I'm over here with Gracie on the table. This is fate. Gracie with a Gatling gun. This is it's a meme. This is what has to happen. It's the meme. Gracie with a Gatling gun has to happen. So I spend fifty dollars on a Gatling gun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> honestly, not a bad price. Yeah, honestly, for a Gatling gun, worth it. And. It didn't do, I didn't do a lot of Gatling gunning with the Gatling gun. However, but, the one Gatling gunning that I did, yeah, but that $50 well spent, that $50 well spent turned into Gracie red jokering damage with the Gatling gun onto Bonasuva's face. Oh dear. Therefore making there no more Bonasuva on the table. <laughs> If you wouldn't mind, if we could uh, that's, that's rewind the story of, to the uh, pregame auction. Yeah, no, the story of the Gatling Oh yeah, what was the pregame auction for that one? So the pregame auction for the first round of uh, Flush with Cash. Clash. We had Force... You're right downstairs. I can come down there and hit you at any Hot. point. Hot. <laughs> Teach him a lesson. The first one was Force a Player to Play Iron Scorpius. Number two, your, opponents mu- your opponent must spend one AP every round on a non-charge general action. For their master. For their master. Number three, your opponent must buy at least one copy of each of their faction upgrades. And number four, your opponent selects one suit. Their master can only declare triggers that use that suit. So to clarify that last one, um, you, you purchase it and your opponent gets to pick the suit. So you're not completely yes. nerfing their master, but they only get one suit to declare, which can be pretty pretty bad for for some masters. Um, and along with the Gatling gun for fifty dollars for that interjection auction round, there was the Soulstone Spyglass, which I believe Roman bought. I did. Uh, Foxcaster's Folly, Willie's Box of Big Bang Boom, and Stabbing Knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I believe I got that one. The stabbing knife, I believe so. Yes. Yeah, because I put I put it on a uh, baby Cade, and then never needed a two inch engagement range because he just lured everyone into base contact. <laughs> uh, there was there was a bit of a bet off for the uh, Willie's box of Big Bang Boom because that's demise yeah. three. I mean, a de- yeah. expl- demise explosive three. I also I also was the one that bought the uh, your opponent's master must spend an AP doing a general non charge mm-hmm. action. Oof. So. You that have- happened to McMorning. Oh, okay. Did you play Antonio Ooh. then? Yeah. How'd your game go? So, 
That was... <laughs> Listen. I know this was the fun day, but there were there are two important pieces of information, right? One is that our lovely friend Rob dropped $100 on me and said, this is all going to the Eli Needs to Win fund. <laughs> so I owed it to him to win at least one game. That combined with the fact that you could buy back the Poltergeist for two bucks made me go, I'm going to start, I'm going to start with Pandora one. That's the best of both worlds. You get all of Pandora one's kit plus the resummoning of the Poltergeist from Pandora two. Like that's, that's what I got to do. And then the Poltergeist proceeded to never die. I, I did some like, uh, positioning turn one, some, a couple of mean things. And then turn two, I proceeded to push. I started with Pandora, pushed Candy into the middle of his group, walked up with Pandora, opened the box, and hit every single one of his models with it. Ugh. I believe two of them passed the Bulbar duel. It's not a crew with high willpower, that's for sure. Like, one of them was a nurse, and one of them was a flesh construct. Um, that's why you apologized with money. <laughs> yep. And then, because that wasn't bad enough, um... I threw up the poltergeist and put multiple things in uh, negative willpower duels. And then because that wasn't bad enough, I threw up Damien, or Dorian, sorry, Dorian, and put up a uh, boring conversation aura that proceeded to envelop his entire crew. Many of $30 which were, wasn't enough. Many of which were in the negative willpower. $30 aura. wasn't enough. His crew didn't do a lot after that. I would say not. Yeah, I imagine not. I feel like I need to go to Antonio and give him 30 bucks. I, yeah, at the end of the game, <laughs> I felt bad enough that I was like, I'm donating $30 to the Antonio Recovery Fund with the note of, I'm sorry about Pandora on my donation. That's what that was. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I won that game and then the, the 30 bucks wasn't enough to get me enough karma. So I lost the next two games. <laughs> And I deserved it. Good. I deserved that. Robin, your game. Me. So, when I designed these pools, I wasn't really trying to look for synergies of various things. I just was thinking of what is a, a like narrative theme for each of them. It was good. This doesn't bode well. <laughs> so, this, this first round I dubbed Heist Prep. So, it ends up being a lot of it's covert ops and a bunch of other either be in certain places or interact kind of stuff, as we've talked about before. So who am I going to bring into this except Colette? And I was facing Longton. Uh, and he oh, brought okay. Levy and his horse girls. Um, which was normally, like, as soon as I hear outcasts, like, I'm just not bringing Colette. Because irreducible damage from Levy is not good. Um, but in this case, I was like, okay, it's the horses, it's a fun day, and I have a ton of money to throw at the problem. Um, yeah. it turns out, if you have, like, $45 to spend on no, that positive flip you just bought didn't happen, um, so that that crew, so the, the performer's crew's defenses actually work, um, they're really good. Um, and, and very fun, and we, we were laughing the whole time about how ridiculous it was. So you're saying it Colette was, needs a pay-to-win option? <laughs> yes, exactly. Please and thank you. Um, no, it was it was silly. I I think the the really 
call out moment was like early in the game because of this being wedge and the way the terrain was laid out. Uh, I had my diesel engine swarm run straight up the field, engage the hooded and dead riders, if I remember correctly, and just sit there and go, I'm in your way. You have to kill me to get out of here unless you want to go back and pull a Yui around like three other pieces of terrain, which he did because the bug is not uh, immortal. But I didn't care because I just summoned it back next turn. <laughs> but it was it was ridiculous. Just like I was expecting this this style to just be just throw money at the problem, do ridiculous things. When Chase donated the money to me, I, I mentioned to them on the Discord like I am using this for pure chaos all day. That is my whole goal. Good job. I yeah. want to thank you guys for thinking about posting the fact that people can donate money for other people for this event, because I had mentioned a couple times and we didn't get a ton of people doing that, and then you guys decided to just go throw that out on social media the Friday night before, and we got a ton. So thank you. Yeah. yeah while, while we're talking about that, I just want to send a shout out to our favorite car person, Austin Martin, uh, for throwing <laughs> me a couple bucks. Appreciate you, yeah. bud. Hopefully you make it out next time. Yeah. Then you can throw money your own we way should, against me. We should also send a shout out to Jesse. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. <laughs> While we're talking about uh, payments against or for other people. Yeah, what, what, what was that? What was that? What was that payment? Someone t- Boring conversation, that, uh... Jesse. <laughs> Donated 200 bucks? 200 bucks. In the ballpark of $200. Against yep. Kyle Bodie. <laughs> So Kyle was basically at a $66 deficit each one of his rounds. Uh, I don't know how the, what that uh, went for him. However, thank you for doing- He did not seem like he was having fun. The couple of times that I went over for interjection auctions. He still came in top half, which isn't <laughs> bad for having $200 Ooh, that's, against that's, you. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I did convince he him to play, though, because he was- planning on doing what he did Saturday, which was just being the ringer if a ringer was needed. So that did convince him to play, which is great. Ma, yeah, I already talked about my game. Do we, do we remember what the interjection auctions were for this one? It was uh, the, I know it was the murder flashlight for mine, because I, yeah, I made sure to buy it, because I didn't care about getting yeah, it, but I, I, I didn't already, want Longton to get it. I already read them out. The, the interjection? You, you did the start of ah. round ones. Oh. I yeah, no, so did the interjection you were, you walked ones. Away. Yeah, because, because Nate the Gatling got the gun Gatling was very gun. important to my story. That wasn't and then the, the Soulstone Spyglass, and that then wasn't the oh, that wasn't the interjection that was auctions. Round. Because yes, it was the interjection auctions was oh, the other. Yeah, the big. Yeah, because right, we okay. also decided that yeah, we were yeah. just oh, going to go was around the table side banana. Okay, yeah, let me find them real quick. Okay, to I explain have them on the Instagram, we also decided that we'd go around and sell off individual bonanza roll tickets for people to buy, which was different than the interjection auctions. Originally, right, it was yeah, going yeah, okay, to be okay, yeah, yeah. like that. One of, that was one of the options for interjection auctions, but Victoria. So the interjection auction, what we had, players player may attach one of their faction upgrades to one of their models. This model is considered a minion for the purposes of upgrade benefits. Player immediately creates three terrain markers on the board. These can either be pyre, pit trap, or ice pillar markers. <laughs> or markers that a model on the player's crew creates or drops by an action or ability on their card. That was Sand Deep, wasn't it? That, got, that was yeah, I forgot about that one. 
And then number three, a player's black Joker is considered to be the red Joker for the rest of the game. Spicy. I don't know where those two of those went, but the terrain one was serendipity bid a decent amount of money against me to get that because mm-hmm. I wanted to get it for, uh, well, we were both basically trying to get it for research mission. I was just going to drop three more pianos. Uh, she <laughs> dropped like two pyres and an ice pillar to do research mission and then didn't do research mission on those markers. Because <laughs> huh. I moved the model that was going to score there off of them, so she had to do a different set of markers. But that board was full of markers by the end of that game. I bet. Delicious. Unsurprisingly, because Zip versus Sandeep. Yeah. Okay. So that was round one. That was round one. Round two started. This is Flank with Train Heist, which is, train which heist. is a fun train strategy. Heist. Thank you, Roman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, detonate yeah. charges, spread them out, lover's dilemma, hold up their forces, and sabotage were our schemes. I, I played against Serendipity's Sandeep in this one, and again, just the normal Tony list I always bring. And a couple things, the board we were on, the diagonal was uh, already pretty full, so placing down 50 millimeter, uh, although they're climbable, still 50 millimeter height, like five markers that you have to climb over in amongst a bunch of already blocking terrain is can be a bit difficult, so there were only a couple of uh, avenues with which you could cross over to your opponent's half of the board, but uh, Serenipity brought the Wind Gammon and Golem, so didn't care as much for that. I ended up doing really well because uh, Tony's just good at killing things. It's 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 second nature to me that particular list. Uh, the only thing of note is Lover di- Lover's Dilemma is stupid easy for Sandeep One, who can use a Wind goal- Gammon to basically score the first point almost unopposed because it's a cheap model and another cheap model, and then immediately blow it up with Sandeep. <laughs> And then because of, because of the event, you can just buy the gamut back as a summon. Yep, yep. Um, spicy. There's that. Uh, um, what's up? The pregame auction. Oh right. Sorry, got excited for round two. Uh, we had five this time for the pregame. Uh, after your opponent declares their leader, select one minion that possesses a keyword that leader is considered to have. Your opponent must hire the maximum amount of that minion. I got that one. What did you yep. do with it? Uh, he brought in... It was against uh, Landon, who was playing um, the, the goofy crew? list with oh, the ta- uh, Taylor. The Taylor-led crew. And it was uh, Desperate Mercs, I believe? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> then, Make him bring double come, Desperate come Mercs. To find out, come to find out, that was already yep. his list. Uh-huh. Huh. That was already part of the list. Okay. The solo list he was running the whole day. Thank you for the That's donation. Interesting. Uh, two, you pick one of your opponent's schemes. They get to declare the models. I got that one as well. Mm-hmm. And? This was the game that Eli remembered he had money. Yep. Yes. <laughs> this is the game where I spent the most money of all of them and still got my ass handed to me. I know we did. I mean, you had to make up for the round with with Antonio. I I, I picked detonate charges for that one. Okay. I know we did five for this round because one or two of them were not that exciting. So figured Mm -hmm. add more in there. 
Uh, number three, draw three cards from the Bonanza Brawl deck and select one to attach as an upgrade to one of your models. Brian got that, but I don't remember what he drew. Yeah, he gave. He was really excited because he gave something to Bishop, and it it didn't matter because I didn't fuck with Bishop the whole game. <laughs> I think Bishop <laughs> might have had slippery or some oh, shit. Oh, the oh yeah, I was excited because that was the bear, drum of mineral oil. Yeah, and I just ignored his ass. I just was not going to deal with that. And then number four, I believe Roman bought number four. <laughs> you may select and score an extra scheme. I tried for that one really nope. hard, that but I don't was, believe I ended up that winning one was that one. Also me. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had. So I drove many the bidding up on that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had so many advantages this game. I still got my ass kicked. And then number five was player removes all ones in their fate deck. That was Antonio. I'm pretty sure that was Antonio. Good. Good for Antonio. He deserves yeah. that. Good for yes. Antonio. So, uh, Nate, I guess, how'd you, how'd your game go? Uh, it was, that was a solid game with Brian. So yeah, I, I paired up against Brian. He had his, he played Jackdaw, uh, the first Jackdaw, Jackdaw 1, I believe. Yeah. And I played Zip 2. Learned a couple things from that game. I learned that Uncle Bog really doesn't like it when you hit his, anything that isn't his defense. <laughs> um, if you hit his willpower or his move, uh, he kind of folds like uh, like cardboard, especially when he's trying to deal with all the nonsense that's involved in a Jack Doc crew. I basically I, we did. Uh, he won that game by one point, and a lot of that was I was he he didn't score the strat fast enough. Like he was mostly focused on like trying to choke up my models, which you know is what Jack Doc wants to do. Um, so I just ran off and tried to score train heist points, and it, it scored me a good amount of points, but it was not enough to pull the win. I remember he did secret meetup with. Or no, he did Lover's Dilemma with um, Bishop and someone in my crew. I don't remember who. And then I also did Lover's Dilemma, and that was a bad choice because I did it with Bog and Montresor, and that didn't end up happening. And then also I realized that killing Montresor with anything that wasn't going to be Bog was going to be near impossible. <laughs> Whereas all he had to do to get rid of his... Uh, his own bishop and my model was just execute them with Jack Daw. That's that's uh yeah that's, that's it was it was really funny when he ran over with Jack Daw to go execute Bishop to score his lover's dilemma. Killing your own stuff <laughs> right. is always <laughs> delightful in Malifaux. Yeah, you know, lover lover's dilemma is cute. That's that's a fun little fun little scheme. I really think uh, it, it needs brings to... brings back the old killing your own models stuff. I think it should show up at least two rounds next year, just because. It's complete. It, I don't want to say it's pointless, but the fact that you can just buy it back, it doesn't matter at all. I love that. <laughs> it fits the scenario. So yeah. I killed my thing. Oh, well, I get it back. Uh, Roman game? Uh, yeah. Um, also, for the narrative idea on this one, so the first round was prepping for the heist, getting all the information. This is actually pulling the heist. So we have the train heist, we have some explosions, we have getting some various secondary ideas out there for your backup plans. I figure any good heist uh, movie is going to have some kind of, wait a second, these two are emotionally involved and are going to cause problems, hence Lover's Dilemma, etc., etc. This was the round that I got to play Adam this day. He was uh, <laughs> still bringing Thunder's May, told me he was just planning on playing her all day to try her out, um, and we had some nice chats over that. I, again, 
running with money was like, I'm just going to throw Colette at the problem because this sounds fun and I haven't been playing her much lately. We were playing on the like speakeasy board, so there were some interesting heights there, especially with uh, Ride the Rails coming at me. It's like, oh, Good. suddenly there's a, a metal golem in my face on top of several things. This was a fun game. This was one where I ended up not spending a ton of money on it because Adam didn't have monetary backing, having recently, I believe he said, bought a house. So I was like, you know what? I'm not worried about it. Let's We're going to have a fun game anyway, and I'll have more money to throw at round three. Um, so I didn't do a ton there. Ended up, <laughs> got plenty of train heist points, got spread them out, got sabotage while holding him to two points uh, for just hold up their forces, which I believe he got on Carlos because Carlos got jammed between some terrain and three of his models. The only reason he lived was because I had the duet behind him for once ever, like using their power of dance where they heal everybody friendly in Pulse 3, and I had Cassandra next to them copying it. I didn't <laughs> so know Car- they had that. Yeah, that's how often I use it. Never. Because they're always on the other side of the board doing their doing own damn thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, doing a scheme. They don't murder. You, you, also, got, do both. you also got the Banana Brawl well. card for armor, which... You put on Carlos. Oh no 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 no! You didn't this put on this was this was not the armor. Oh okay. The, oh no that, that yes that was this round. Okay. Carlos got armor, which was very helpful. <laughs> I'm thinking of the funsies from next round. That was silly. Um, but yeah, no, it, it ended up being a, a fun game, and I think we both learned a lot about May, uh, which was good. <laughs> a uh, little bit about yourselves. Oh, I, I already knew I was a horrible person. It's okay. Fair enough. <laughs> we all knew that already. Eli, how'd your round go? Um, well, as I said, I played against uh Landon, and um I thought I was being clever because I was <laughs> like, oh, train heist, you know, models that pick up the things are gonna have staggered. So minus two to their movement. I'm gonna play Yuri one. I can I can like, you know can we we could buy suits, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I can I can buy suits. I'll have all the tomes that I need. Yep. yep. It seemed like a good drop. plan to start. It seemed brilliant. I'm gonna make you take a bunch of fucking movement duels or take two damage while you're yeah s- smart. And then he's told me to pick the table. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! And I saw two open tables, and he said I've played at this one, so I said okay, we'll play at that one. Oh no! Uh, the one that he hadn't played at, and I with my almost completely fifty mil based crew. Basically, couldn't get out of deployment. <laughs> Oofta! I I was so blocked up that whole game. The one mo- I had the damned, and it could get out. And every time it jumped out, he annihilated it. He killed it like <laughs> twice because I bought it back. The few models that like got incorporeal just didn't get far. And him with his battle tempo on most of his models just got in and surrounded me. Um. So despite the fact that he had a garbage scheme that he couldn't score, and I had three schemes that I could score, uh, he still won. <laughs> oh no! Pick a better table next time. I I mean, it was also like, it was the table, it was my poor movement and positioning choices, and he just played really well. He's a good it's, player. It's, he, it's did, he, did, he, made, he made right choices, where I was making questionable choices. Victory, mm. did you write down the interjection once from this one? Or were you gone by then? I was gone by then. Okay. 
Uh, let's see if I can remember a couple of these. I think I did the one where a player gets four pass tokens, which not a lot of people were excited about. I think that next... That was, that was in the third game, because I oh, remember okay. I got that one. Against, uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you did. Just, yep. Ah, there was the... You can just remove a piece of terrain. <laughs> player immediately drops two ski markers that on was... the board within six inches of a friendly model. I think that was there. That was, I think. You, I think you're pulling off of the third game. I'm not pulling off of any. I'm just terrain. Yeah, because okay. I did get the removed terrain. Yeah, these are third round ones. I'm trying. You're fine. Uh, one that I, I for- don't want you to keep going wrong. I'm oh, that okay, Eli. You do it. I'm trying to help. Got him. That's what I thought. Um, I believe that I believe at least this one was uh, your opponent plays with their fate deck facing up. Which yes, because could- Brian, Brian bought that to sneak it out from someone else and made it onto me, and it kind of was not bad for me. Yeah, uh, I, I did not think that one out as well as I should have. The idea being that you always know what your opponent's going to flip, but your opponent also knows what they're going to flip. I'm stupid. I'm just going to delete it now. I, I almost I liked I like that as I like that as one where you can choose a player. So you could choose the enemy to play with their fate deck up, or you could choose yourself, or you could choose to just choose someone else. Like, don't just make it enemy, make it a choice. I agree. Because it was interesting. It, it certainly led to some interesting gameplay. I can see how with some masters, like if you're playing Caesarita 1, you might want to know what your opponent, the top of your opponent's deck is going to be. Yep. Uh, da, ba, 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 ba. Or Yuri 2. Uh, was the stun what? No, stun was around f- Four or round three. I know we put out cheat last and cheat facing down. I don't know which rounds those came out at. I got uh, I got cheat last on that one. Okay, which helped at all? Um, not a lot. <laughs> Doesn't help when he can't get out of your deployment zone. Okay, uh, round three. Unless anyone has anything to say about round two. Round three, we had Roman, uh, top table. Good job. Thank you. Wedge deployment, guard the stash, dig their graves, power ritual in your face, leave your mark in public demonstration. This time, I remember Roman had a narrative. What was that narrative? That narrative was, okay, you've, you've prepped the heist, you've run the heist, now you've gotten back to your secret hideout, and you have to protect it. Uh, yeah. The cops are coming. Mm-hmm. Or your rival gang, or however you want to determine it. Again, very loose narrative, but that's the idea. I don't... What were the auctions for that one? I'm trying to think. I should have written these down. I'm dumb. Uh, I think I did, like, the positive flips. You were also on, very busy that day. On initiative flips, which wasn't... People really didn't find that exciting, and I understand why. I, th- I don't think I'm going to do anything that manipulates initiative, because it's just not exciting. Your leader is considered to have home on the range plus four. From now on, it's going to be plus five, so basically your entire crew gets a free walk. I think Brian got that. A minion you hire gains the undercover ability. <laughs> that one sounded fun. Did uh, I don't know if I declared this one or not. Your opponent pays double for items on the permanent menu. I don't remember that one coming up. Okay, I don't. I might either. have skipped it. Uh, your opponent must buy at least one copy of each of their factions' upgrades. Nope. Okay. Uh, did we do the effigy? <laughs> Oh, oh, the, the, the one everyone was excited about. You may choose to push any model distance in, e- in inches equal to the damage it would have received and negate that damage. Bumper cars. The nerf yep. bat! The bumper cars. That I believe uh, Sam got with Nekima? 
Oh god. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Um anyways, stuff was sold. Uh my game. I played Antonio. Hooray. It was bringing hey. McMorning 2. Um and it was a fun, easygoing game where I killed a bunch of his stuff and he just bought it right back. <laughs> yeah, let's do Eli this time. Let's start with Eli. Eli and well, Nate. Eli, Eli and Nate. Nate. Eli and Nate. How did your game guy go, so go Nate guys? Hey, uh, Nate offered up a gentleman's agreement. You want to tell us what it was? Yeah, so I'm like, hey, we're rolling up. It's the two of us. It's it's round three on the silly day. Let's let's do something. Let's let's do Lucius one versus Somer one. Oh, oh. I thought like a dumbass. <laughs> I would have an advantage. I thought, you know, like, I've got Lucius. I want to use up all of, like, my my hand or my, whatchamacallit's, uh, past tokens, tokens anyway. I get bonuses for past tokens. Like, and I've played Lucius. I know how to do it. I, I thought I would have an advantage. I was wrong. You forgot about the absolute stud that is Lenny. <laughs> Fucking Lenny, man. Eli's new n- enemy numero uno. El Presidente Lenny. Oh, uh, explain, I guess? Details? Um, Details. I mean, so again, like, while, while, while Somer doesn't really do all that much himself other than, like, summon some goblins, maybe fire off a couple of shots, you got Lenny, who's buffing everyone's defense passively, and then you just throw a little hat on him. So if anything really does threaten him, you just reduce, you know, two damage, and then maybe more with the Soul Stone, who knows? And you just kind of put him in the middle of the table where a lot of our action was happening and say, deal with Lenny. If you can't, I win. Also, you and get no also, bonus actions. Yeah, I've got 12 cups of coffee on Lenny, so uh, 40 mil base plus 4 inch aura of no bonus actions. You know, um, who, you know who super loves his bonus action? Agent 46. Agent 46, Lucius, Wide Eyes. Everyone who was in the middle of the table that Lenny was just hitting with a stick. <laughs> Ow. And I also, and I also, and I believe you took leave their mark, right? I leave your mark? Yeah. Because you were trying to do a ski mark on the middle of the table? Yeah, that has a mark territory as a bonus action on that upgrade. And Lenny's bonus action isn't that necessary, so if you're going to put down uh, markers for me to get free focus on, thanks. Yep. <laughs> Also, the one time I got it down, and you're like, oh no, Lenny is a scheme marker right now. Yeah, that doesn't Lenny, count. Lenny's got a nice little hat. He's a scheme marker. You don't get leave your mark. You got a nice hat. Why are you so mean that to Eli? Thoroughly I, fr- I earned it. To. I deserved it. Like, let's he was not getting that round one. round one Pandora karma. I, I deserved the next two games. El, El Presidente like, was giving him divine justice. Super frustrating. Uh, that was, okay. uh, I don't even. I don't even know if we finished that game. That went three to one, it looks like. I don't believe we did. Yeah, just because it kind of became a grind fest in the middle of the table. Roman. And every... Who who did you have that was pushing me around? Because I was like, I was getting people out of that space, and you'd immediately shove them back in. Oh, the um, the Spithog has lure and Lenny has toss. Yep, that's what it was. <laughs> Get moved. Roman game. Roman game. So over on uh, table one, I finally had the delight of facing uh, Landon, uh, and he is a very good player, and we were still laughing the entire time for this game, just at the silliness of it. 
because he was still he was soloing all day his uh tailor led crew with the multiple uh convicts. I believe convicts, Brian uh, Brian designed that crew, right? Yeah, Brian yeah, designed it. Mm-hmm. So Brian uh, really won. Yeah, not convicts, desperate mercs. mercs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I said to myself, well, I mean, we've gone through phases one and two of the heist. You got to see it out. So Colette hit the table again and threw money at the problem. Um, <laughs> I tried something a little different here. I wanted to bring a little more punch and I figured uh, making it painful for the opponent to cheat would be good. So I tried bringing the Flamitar Arcane Effigy or Arcane Emissary, excuse me, and did roughly what I did game one of Flamitar goes and clogs up his team, getting most of them, again, this was Wedge, in the discard a card to cheat bubble. It takes him a good amount of time, but he kills it, and I'm like, that's fine, I'll bring it back next turn. Start to spread out, start to play, I'm, I'm playing KG because that's what you do with Colette, and he's going, I'm Taylor, I have a hammer. Also, I have Johan, who also has a hammer. Also, I have lots of guns. Also, I have lots of other things that can kill you, because this is the mercenary keyword, mostly. <laughs> um, so it, it was a lot of, of the traps in uh, Colette's hideout were not set up by the time the mercenaries caught up, is my narrative here. Uh. Um, and I made, I made a very stupid mistake twice oh, in this no. game, which was when you summon back first the emissary and later Harada, those are still summons, and Taylor gets to charge you. Huh. Yeah. And I, the first time it was just didn't think about it. The second time I knew about it and I could have put Harada in a spot where she couldn't see him. But you I didn't. didn't do that thing. Again, we had, I, I was throwing money at the problem the whole time. Mass chaos as much as possible. It was a great game, but yeah, I, I ended up, yeah, I held him to, to one point. So it was a four, three loss for me, but great old time would love to, to repeat that matchup at any point. And the well, what else did we? I know I sold you the drum of mineral oil, which you put on Colette. Yes, oh. because that was funny. Because <laughs> so a slippery great. Colette is great. Uh, I know there was. It was mostly like pretty mean stuff for the interjection auction. I don't want to pull that that document for fear of the recording crashing. <laughs> uh, the only one I remember. <laughs> was uh everyone everyone in the tournament paid you a soul stone yes oh that one was hilarious i don't remember mm-hmm. who got that we we need more of that like affects everyone else except for you because that seems like yeah it, you get more fighting for it but yeah that's i don't remember that at that point my brain was fried so i don't remember the third round a whole ton yeah, but I know. Was... Again, the 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 four pass tokens came up because Eli bought that, mm-hmm. and the remove a piece of terrain came up because I bought that, and then just like pulled off one of the circus pieces of terrain to expose a lawyer, <laughs> so like Somer and Georgie could shoot him. <laughs> Look, a nerd, like, get him! <laughs> visually, that just like in my head was hilarious because the nerd was just like, or the, the the nerd, the lawyer was like sneaking along the side, just. Whoop, whoop. Like a Monty Python ass <laughs> hand comes down and grabs the terrain piece. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we had an absolute blast. I think most people had fun. Some people didn't have fun, or it seemed like they weren't enjoying it too much. But hopefully, we'll get enough traffic next year that they don't feel like they have to participate in it. Um, because you really kind of have to 
shrug and go, okay, I just didn't have the money for this, or um, my opponent outpaid for me, and then that's... It's the exact same mentality you need to play Bonanza Brawl, so if you don't like Bonanza Brawl, you're probably not going to like Cutthroat. But uh, so much participation, a lot of people just kept throwing money into things, and um, <laughs> I want to say we got almost almost 800 just out of that event. God, it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah it was fun. fun. So we ended up with roughly 2500 bucks for the whole weekend, which is quite a bit considering we only yes. had 12 people there. Um, a lot of people, um, obviously, a lot of people that weren't able to be there donated. Um, but I like mm-hmm. to think that partially is because it was a lot of fun. Um, so <laughs> we will be getting those donations out the second PayPal lets me pull everything out of that account. Um, should be happening relatively soon. Um, and obviously, I will put that as from the Malfoy community, not from Steam Powered Scoundrels or anything else. It's all of, of us course. who contributed to yes. it. So thank everyone that donated and thank everyone that will donate to next year and that will participate. Uh, I'm super excited for it, and we'll plan it well ahead of time this time, so more people will be able yes. to schedule around it. Is there anything else we want to talk about, or we can call it a night? It's uh, it's a little past two hours now of recording, so... I think the only things we need to mention is, uh, other than one, come out next year. We want to see more people, and mm-hmm. we, want to, we want to see everybody. Come on out. It's going to be yeah. great, and it's for a good cause. Especially um, you. You know who I'm second talking Second thing, uh, if you're going to... Gen- yeah, especially you. Uh, but yeah, if you're going to Gen Con, join us for Bonanza Brawl on Sunday. It's a great way to end out the con. Um, it's going to be a great time. We'll all be there. And then I'm also going to throw my own personal plug in. Yep, we'll, you'll, you'll get to meet all of the scoundrels if you haven't already. Um, and I have one personal plug is post-Gen Con, uh, I'm running a tournament in St. Louis for a convention called Warfare Weekend. So this is going to be my official, hey, uh, come out to that. I'd love to see people details incoming they will be in the scoundrels discord uh among other places but i would love to see people come out to st louis for for that tournament as well uh i've got a couple of fun events lined up but doing a bonanza brawl for that uh gonna do the uh bar use the rules for the cupcake match from adepticon and of course a standard uh 50 soul stone three round Mm -hmm. tournament so i would love to see people for that as well and that's november right that is early november yeah cool also we now have an instagram um, it's just steam-powered scoundrels. Come find us, follow us, please. Get on the gram. There's the not gram. a lot there, but I'm trying my best. I promise. You should just post all of the memes from the Discord. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! No, do that. Maybe, maybe not from the degeneracy lounge, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the hive of frame, but degeneracy, memes. of course not. No. Uh, that's a terrible grade. We're not, awesome not going to be bean-powered scrambled scoundrels on the scram. <laughs> I do like bean-powered scrambles. Welcome to bean-powered yeah, scrambles. Be- yeah, welcome to bean-powered scrambles. For a, a full English podcast. podcast. <laughs> I am at eight ounces of tequila, oh okay? My. Nice. Okay, uh, yeah. I think that's a good place to end it. Thanks, you guys, for recording tonight, spending two uh, almost two and a half hours with us. Um, and thank you, Happy listener, for more. listening. And thank you for whoever participated that's listening to this. We love you very much. Eli yeah. owes you a kiss yeah. on the cheek. And well, I'm on the lips. And more than $30. That's an <laughs> apology for Pandora. <laughs> All right, I am Douglas Scoundrels. Uh, with me is Victoria. Signing out. Night. Nate. Ah, uh, Eli. 
and his shame. Uh, and Roman. Also with Eli's shame. Shoujo did nothing today. wrong. Bullshit. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And as we always say, fun is always king. And fuck cancer. Fuck, yes. fuck cancer. Cancer. Fuck cancer. Good night and goodbye. Night. Good night. Good night. songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.